Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome back to the podcast. So, if you're listening to this in, in the series here, this is part two. And yesterday, I was talking to you about, you know, living your best life. And why are you settling for mediocrity? And so yesterday's episode was probably the longest in this, ser- this four-part series. But yesterday's episode, I shared with you, like, well, I, I think I started to share with you how to have resurrection power in your life. Because there's a good possibility that if you're feeling defeated and stuck and disappointed and trusting doubt and motivation and willpower, and you're perpetually enticed by temptation and giving into it, and you're just not able to rise to the level that you know God has planned for you, then you're very likely not harnessing the resurrection power within you. Dare I say, you're wasting it. And I shared with you yesterday that the only way to activate the resurrection power God's grace within you, his supernatural ability to help you do what you can't do on your own. The only way for you to do that is through prioritizing and knowing Christ. Like this is what changed me because this is what strengthened me. And I'm going to show you how that happens as this episode series kind of unfolds. Yesterday I shared with you, like I even challenged you to start, you know, evaluate whether or not to evaluate whether or not you're even prioritizing a relationship with Christ, whether you even know him or recognize his voice. And I think I even asked you what needs to leave your life in order for you to put him first. And what I really mean by that is, do you need to stop doing something at night so that you can get up early in the morning to be with him? Because for me, I didn't think I could read God's word in the morning and fill my cup first with him because every morning, A, I was waking up hungover, even, you know, because I was drinking. But B, I was staying up so late because I believed mom time, me time, was after the kids went to bed from 9 to 11.30. When in reality, I needed to go to sleep. Weight loss wasn't going to happen for me if my hormones weren't realigned, which incidentally is something else I teach in the Seekers Method. <laughs> but I digress. Yesterday, I shared with you that you are going to need to identify things that need to leave your life. As a disciple, listen to me, Christian. As a disciple, it is implied that you be disciplined. So where do you need to start disciplining yourself in order to prioritize a relationship with God, in order to know Christ? What needs to leave your, <clears throat> excuse me, leave your life? in order to put Christ first. And here's something else nobody ever said to me. God cannot be near sin. So what are you doing that is creating a hostile environment in your life that is keeping you from God's nearness? James 4, 17, when you know what you should do and you don't do it, that is sin to you. So what are you doing? What are you allowing to exist in your life? What is your speech like? Do Are others able to tell that you're a Christian by the way that you act and respond and talk and the shows you watch and the music you listen to? I'm totally off track from what I want to talk to you about. Yesterday, I also started talking to you about living your best life and how your best life isn't just going to happen, right? It's not going to happen on accident. 
<clears throat> and it's also very likely not going to happen without you renewing your mind. If you keep believing what you're believing right now, you're very likely not going to be able to believe what is possible. You're not going to be able to believe that God's promises are available to you. But the truth is, you appropriate God's promises by walking in faith and trusting them. But it all starts with you knowing Christ. And in order to know Christ and to actually experience his resurrection power, you are going to have to take off your old nature, your old ways. You've, you, you've got to step away from, like I was talking about yesterday, the God of your appetite. I want you to think about that, right? Your appetite is the things that you gravitate toward that you might know aren't necessarily good for you. Like in the area of weight loss, since this podcast or this, you know, this entire podcast is all about that, your appetite for flavor or for the ease of finding good food fast or to just be comfortable or to have habits and food be familiar. Like all of these things are what I teach you in the Seekers Method. It's so much more than just weight loss. But here's what you need to know. You have to start seeing how your wrong beliefs, the things that you're trusting and living with, your wrong vices are keeping you focused on this world, are keeping you trapped in the temporal so what do you need to give up in order to know Christ, to make more room for the word? I like to say to make more space for grace, right? For God to come more near, for him to come more near, your life has got to be hospitable for his nearness. So expect to have to give things up. You have no idea the things I gave up. I mean, I gave up alcohol. I gave up all the wrong foods. I've given up sugar. I've given up friends. Friends I didn't even think were bad for me. I've given up language. I have given up who I used to be in order to make possible who I wanted to become. And this, everything I'm sharing with you is profoundly scriptural. Just go and read Philippians. <laughs> I mean, in Philippians, you see that Paul gave up everything to know Christ, right? In order to know Christ, he gave up everything. So this applies to you. In order to know Christ and to experience his resurrection power in your life, you need to trust in him, right? Let, you need to have less trust in your daily circumstances and more trust in what he is showing you that you can do. This is Philippians 4.13. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, but he strengthens you to do what you should in order to step into your best life. Your best life is on the other side of realizing that you can't live your best life without him. Philippians 4.10 goes on to say, let me look up here at the Bible and see what it says. Philippians 4.10 says, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death. You need to expect suffering in your life. When do you ever suffer? right? To know Christ and to experience his power is going to require a degree of suffering. I teach this to my clients all the time. In fact, I have a brand new workshop out right now called The Comeback. It's 
less than $130 and it's four weeks of mind renewal where I teach you all of this. Like for me, none of my my life transformation happened without suffering and nobody in the weight loss industry was teaching me that. You know, I suffered so much in my thinking and in my acting. Like I gave up so much and I suffered to renew my mind. I suffered to act differently. And you know what happened? I was profoundly blessed in the results. I had to, I stopped succumbing to all of my daily circumstances and I started overcoming them. And that is exactly what I teach every single woman in the Seekers Method. And it was all through mind renewal. After prioritizing Christ and seeking Him first, seeking first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6.33, this is what I teach you in the Seekers Method. But you can just use God's word and start applying it to your life and get the same results that the women who go through the comeback and go through the Seekers Method experience. But what you need to know is that in order to receive access to Christ's resurrection power, you've got to crucify your flesh, right? Can you see that right now? You've got to die to yourself. You've got to stand up renewed. You can't stand up renewed if you are still the old person. You are born again in your spirit. But your job right now, the, the sanctification journey that you're on right now, your job is the mind renewal work. It's the soul and body work, right? Your mind needs to be renewed in order to obey. To obey and to step into the full ability of your spirit. Because that's exactly what Matthew 26, 41 says. You know this scripture. This, your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. So know this, your job is to get your flesh under the authority of your spirit. This will lead you to your best life. The old you can't come with you to the new you, right? Your old life can't come with you to the new life. The old life is keeping you from your best life. So what in your life do you need to crucify? What do you need to die to? How will you do this? And then how will you keep doing it when it's hard? For the women who I coach in the Seekers Method, you already know that answer. You know how to keep doing it because you're getting the tools in the Seekers Method. So I want to leave you today with just recognizing what Paul's goal was that he shares with us in Philippians 3. In essence, he's saying that his goal his goal was to be all Christ had in mind for him, which meant he had to press on. And this applies to you too. It took, for Paul, it took all of his effort to get to know Christ and to trust him and to press on and to crucify his flesh. And then he experienced resurrection power. That's exactly what God took me through. And Paul said that he, he was single-minded in his focus. That's exactly what I had to do. I even had to stop. Like I teach the women in the Seekers Method to not be focused on weight loss, but on life gain. To not be focused on the number on the scale, but number one. Right? You've got to get single-minded in your focus and have that be, have your focus be on Christ within you. 
So what could change if you were single-minded in your focus? If you determined to change and to give up what's useless and to live for Christ, because you have to determine that, which means you've got to override your will. And the only way to override your will, which is in your soul, is through your spirit, because your spirit is able and willing. So what do you need to give up that's useless in order to live for Christ? In all areas, think about all the areas. How could this enable you really to press on? What different things would you therefore need to believe in order to live at at a higher level? right? Like I had to stop believing I couldn't go a day. I I couldn't, how how do I want to say this? I had to stop believing that alcohol was the solution to a stressful day in order to believe that God was the solution. I had to stop believing that I couldn't say no to the pizza and that I could say yes to the cauliflower pizza, right? Are you seeing this? But I had to recognize that it was the resurrection power within me that would enable me. That means that the power comes from outside of me. Like it's not me. It's Christ within me that was helping me to stand up to the enticement and to see that, you know, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 is true. There isn't any temptation I can't overcome that God won't show me a way out so that I can endure. But I had to stand up under the authority of the Holy Spirit, led in the willingness of my spirit to overcome my flesh. Does that make sense? So what do you need to start believing in order to go higher so that you can begin to step into your best life, even in weight loss?